In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat, or about your body, what you will drink, what you will wear about your body, for life is more than food and the body more than clothes. Consider the ravens. They do not sow or reap. They have no storeroom or barn, yet God feeds them. And how much more valuable, valuable are you than birds? So instead, strive for his kingdom, and these things will be given to you as well. I have uh, always loved writing, and I have occasions to do so for St. Hogope and now the diocese pretty regularly. And I like writing so much that I do read lots of books about writing, and I'm in the middle of one right now. And I've noticed one thing, is that they all say that careless writing has tons of adjectives and nouns that tend to clutter up the writing and the thought, and that the key to strong writing is well-chosen and strong verbs. Because, okay, great, you have beautifully drawn characters and all the details of their life. You know what the china on the table looks like and the color of the tablecloth, but what do they do? What's their motivation? What's their purpose? Well, I think it's no coincidence, as I was writing the sermon yesterday, that kind of lazy and cluttered Christianity also gets cluttered up by a bunch of nouns and adjectives and forgets the prominence of its great verb. And here's what I mean. Today is the first Sunday of Advent, the 50-day time of spiritual preparation for Christmas. Advent is first and foremost a verb, and it means the coming, the revelation, and of course means that Almighty God comes to the world and infuses His grace into history. In Armenian, as you know, Christmas is also a verb. Christmas is a verb. Which literally means the revealing of God. And so treating Advent and Christmas as verbs instead of nouns and adjectives actually has great consequences for our spiritual lives. Because in that case, Christmas is not first a collection of stuff in the stores or, or things on your lawn or anything else that you can purchase or give, but rather it's the ongoing revelation of God's purpose on earth in your heart, in his or her heart, in the community. And so to tweak a famous passage from John that we say always on Christmas, you could say that in the beginning was the verb. And the closer we get to the action of Advent, of Christmas, and any holy day, the more we get inspired and transformed by it. For example, we just celebrated Thanksgiving this past Thursday. Before Thanksgiving, was a noun, it also was a verb. We know Thanksgiving as a 
a day for family, which is wonderful, and turkey and stuffing and cranberry sauce. But before it was any of these things, and before, of course, it became a retail holiday for Black Friday and Cyber Monday, Thanksgiving was a reminder to thank God for the harvest and to be as generous with fellow brothers and sisters as God has been with us. Uh, Thanksgiving as a noun is something that sort of just stays as long as your leftover turkey and stuffing, but Thanksgiving as a verb, that's a spiritual practice. It goes to the heart of what it means to be a Christian. And it seems so simple, but it's strange that we allow so much clutter and stuff to weaken the revelation of God and our thanksgiving for His gifts. Why do we do this? Why are we so preoccupied with the stuff of Christmas and the stuffing of thanksgiving rather than the living God who reaches out to us through these holy days? Well, Jesus says in today's reading that it has something to do with anxiety and it has something to do with control. Somehow, as we go along in this life, we tend to become immune to the natural gratitude and wonder that we have as children for all the gifts of this life. And then worse, as we grow older and toil hard to make our livings, we start to think that it's all up to us whether we survive and we thrive. So we try to stockpile a whole bunch of nouns and things and money and time and status rather than seeing all these things as the ongoing gift, the action of the grace of God. Well, thankfully, the cure to this is very simple and very profound, and it is really simply thanksgiving as a verb, gratitude. You sanctify whatever you are grateful for, said a Jesuit theologian. In other words, instead of thriving and striving for control and worrying, we should focus on gratitude and abundance and cultivate a grateful heart and these things are always easier to say than they are to do but this is a spiritual discipline we can we can learn Sunday after Sunday day after day to release worry and control and place focus on something on anything that brings you back to gratitude anything and Jesus understood this and so he took anything a bird, a flower, a blade of grass. And he said and taught us to be thankful for the life of these given for God and if, if given to those, then how much greater for us that he cares. And so anything will do for us. If it takes breathing and a breath of air, if it takes a beautiful flower arrangement, if it takes noticing the rainbow diffracting from the chandelier on a sunny day. Just take those small steps of surrender to move out of ourself and to notice something greater beyond. Because this small step leads to life-changing results. It leads to finally getting what Jesus is trying to tell us, that everything is God's, and God is eagerly waiting to give us more and more if we only allow it and if we put first things first. And Jesus just wants to notice what's simply in front of us, to believe that God is present and to be thankful, to change the subject from self to others and to God, to cut through the clutter of all our nouns and discover the original verb, which is the grace of God. 
And the several holy days we celebrate in this season are meant to help us do that in very practical ways, and I will leave you with that. Today is the Sunday of Advent. What if for the next 50 days, until Christmas, Armenian Christmas, we tried to put our worries aside and notice that movement of the living God in our lives? This Thursday was Thanksgiving. What if we celebrated that not just on one day, but a lifetime of Thanksgiving for all of our blessings? And then today is also Stewardship Sunday for us. And what if we saw our entire life as this undeserved gift, which it is, and made it our mission to give back our blessings as we've been blessed by God? Through these holy days, and our holy God, though they've become many nouns that clutter up our lives, let us remember that they were first and foremost verbs, actions of the living God. And so if we're, if we're willing, God invites us to cut through the clutter of our lives and to reveal his awesome presence and participate in a life of thanksgiving and grace, which is what we were created for now and always and unto the ages of ages. Amen.